Hello and welcome to another episode of Psychosis. This is a safe place where we talk about issues related to psychosis, for people experiencing psychosis, and for the family and friends of those uh, surrounding people experiencing psychosis. Today I'm happy to bring you an episode around scheduling time, scheduling our, uh, how to schedule your life if you're a person experiencing psychosis, if you're in recovery especially, how do you structure and schedule your days. Um, that's the topic of today's episode. And the reason that I think it's relevant is because uh, structure can potentially help with stress reduction. Um, scheduling is also extremely challenging and difficult if one of the things that you're struggling with is motivation. So if your motivation is uh, absent, then getting moving and getting going during the day can be very difficult. So scheduling uh, activities and events throughout your day can help with making sure that you um, get active and get the th- get going on the things that are going to help you with your recovery throughout your day. So that's why I think it's a pretty relevant topic. Um, I think it's a pretty important topic to discuss in the context of psychosis and recovery from psychosis. Um, I also think that it's actually Uh, On the surface, it might appear to be a pretty simple topic, but I think that scheduling is actually pretty challenging. So I'm going to do my best to share my opinions, Um, but bear in mind, they are only my opinions, and I'm not an informed medical uh, practitioner or a medical researcher. I'm just a person who's a compassionate voice for those experiencing psychosis, and I'm trying my best to offer a... um, uh, friendly guidance in in an area where um, what I find to be lacking is a lot of friendly guidance for individuals experiencing psychosis. So um, take it or leave it. That's that's what we're going to be talking about today. First question that I would pose is why schedule it all? Why schedule at all instead of just um, waking up and going with the flow and going about your day um, with no structure whatsoever? Uh, On the surface, it might seem like a much more uh, simple and free-spirited way to live without any kind of scheduling. Um, But and, And in fact, that can be true, and some people can live that way. But I think that if you're recovering from psychosis, it might be very helpful for you to introduce some scheduling into your um, daily routine. And I touched on this earlier when I said I think it's relevant because stress can creep into your life in areas where there's a lot of uncertainty. And so having a structure and having a routine in your uh, daily life can help to reduce some of that uncertainty. And also, um, it's really hard to maintain 
motivation from day to day during recovery uh, from psychosis. One of the symptoms, one of the key symptoms of psychosis is a lack of motivation, a lack of ability to initiate actions, a lack of, a, of, a, of an ability to take steps to begin tasks that need to be completed or actions that are health, healthy or pro-social or beneficial for the individual. So by scheduling in those tasks and following the schedule, this can be um, a way to work around that problem. The other thing is, um, I, I think that if you have a schedule and that, and that you're sticking to and that others know fairly well what's going on, you can, you can at least communicate to others what you're up to that day on a given day, you can say, oh, well, today is a day where I'm going to go and, and swim. And then that opens the door for those individuals that you share that with to say, oh, okay, well, enjoy your swim or they'll ask you after the fact, how was your time swimming? And that's a pretty important social um, connection to be making um, in that instance for for you, the person recovering from psychosis, because uh, with without those um, obvious things in your daily, in your day-to-day schedule, it might be a little bit harder for people to say, "Oh, I remember that you were you had such and such on the go today, and I wish you well for that thing." Or how how did it go? So that's, that's another thing, another small thing that scheduling can help with is the social communication about the things that you're involved with on a day-to-day basis. So let's assume that you're with me up to this point and that you agree that you're going to, that it would be beneficial to develop a schedule that you're going to follow for your daily routine. If that's the case, then how do you schedule? What what things uh, do you put where, and what what do you leave for later in the day? What's what when do you try and be more productive? Well, those are all very individual. Uh, those are questions with very individualized answers. It depends on it would differ from person to person, and it's really up to your individual preferences. But if you're anything like me you find it extremely difficult to um, to generate a schedule based on your just from your own initiative so what I'm going to try and do for the next few minutes is suggest some basic structures to a schedule and give offer a few little tips based on things that I've learned trying to maintain my own schedule and the revisions that I've made to that schedule over time and hopefully that will help to cut out some of the stress involved in generating a schedule and hopefully it will lead to you uh, enjoying the process of creating a schedule more and it'll help you to stick with the schedule uh, a little bit better hopefully and so let's just let's just start with what do you do 
when you first wake up. So let's start with the morning. Uh, I recommend breakfast immediately when you wake up. Um, so that's something that I think is probably pretty important to kickstart the day. If you disagree with me, please let me know and, and please help me to understand why that is. Um, the next thing that I would move on to is anything that you can do to connect yourself with family, um, any family that you have that you live with or any family that you're close with, whatever you can do to connect with family for about a half an hour block. And then um, let's say, oh, and I should have mentioned that waking up should be part of your routine. The time that you wake up should be um, should be as consistent as possible and try not to sleep in too much. Um, and so after breakfast and after your family time of about half an hour, um, I think that a really great thing that you can do just before you get too active is reach out socially as well. Um, so, so usually for me, this involves a phone call to a friend, um, someone that I know would be available to talk briefly in the morning. Um, and then this brings me up to my first activity. So really you can see, I'm just kind of going through, um, a bit of a morning schedule template and, and Please feel free to take it or leave it. Um, use any parts that you think are helpful for you or not. Um, and, and do modify as you wish. But I'm just trying to illustrate how, um, how schedule, the scheduling process can work in one instance. So then the next, um, the next thing that I want to do is I want to do something active and and vigorously active so at this point it's um, ap approximately 10:30 in the morning um, it can also be as early as 10 depending on how long the conversation with the friends go sometimes friends aren't available to talk so 10 or 10:30 in the morning notice there's some flexibility in the scheduling there um, and that's important as well. So my approach to scheduling is kind of a hybrid where there's, where there, there are planned activities at each point in the day, but certainly there's plenty of flexibility built in so that if something falls through or if something doesn't work out, I just move on to the next thing. Um, and I can expand it or shorten it accordingly to get back on schedule uh, it's a very um, flexible schedule. Uh, it's it's not rigid, and I think that that's important as well. So now now it's about ten or ten thirty in the morning, and now it's time for some vigorous physical activity. Um, so my favorites are swimming, um, gym, spending time in the gym, uh, or cycling. I'll just use those three as examples. I'm not going to schedule in day to day which one 
uh, is, is going to be on which day. What I'm going to do for that instead is I'm just going to say physical activity time and I know which options I have to choose from and I'm going to choose one of those options. Um, okay, and, and, and I'll explain a little bit why I do that. Uh, if I know it's time to get some physical exercise in, then it's time, then it's an opportunity for me to choose what I feel like doing most. So it does give me a little bit of choice within the schedule where I know that it's physical activity time. And that's important to me because I find that if I give myself a little bit of choice during my otherwise highly scheduled day, it gives me something to look forward to, a little bit of extra motivation, and it gives me the opportunity to view it as being a little more fun than I otherwise would if it was something that I had said in advance that I had to do. So I'll, I'll stop at 10 or 10.30 and say, hmm, how do I feel? Well, today I actually feel like a bike ride. So you know what? I'm going to go for my bike ride today and it's going to take me about an hour. And if I would have chose swimming, it would take me about an hour as well. That gives me time to clean up and then start a lunch, start lunch. So we'll pick up from after lunch. So you finish your lunch and then um, you're ready to move on to your afternoon. Uh, I start the afternoon typically with some reading, um, a little bit of reading for my own um, development, but not a lot of reading. So this might differ for you. You might want to schedule some time into your day where you're doing quite a lot of reading, um, but I just schedule a short amount of time uh, in after lunch for reading. And the next thing that I do is um, I do something for productivity. So um, this is this is where I am in the day at right now as I'm recording this actually. Um, so this is something that I'm doing to be a little bit productive as I'm recording this podcast. Um, and right now it is 1.30 in the afternoon. So after I'm done this and this can take me a little while um, it'll bring me to about two o'clock and from two o'clock onwards um, until I have certain family responsibilities later on in the day um, from two o'clock onwards I have left myself with free time and you might think oh well, that's interesting that we're talking all about scheduling and you've got a nice two-hour block of free time and my argument for that is you want to you want to build in some flexibility and bear in mind that you've done a lot of activating things um, during the day up to this point you've had family time you had social outreach time you were eating healthy taking time to prepare meals for yourself you did a big um, exhausting exercise um, just before lunch um, and now you've done some development. So you've had a very busy day. And now you want to just relax a little bit. And take a little bit of the pressure off and tell yourself, um, based on your accomplishments up to this point, you're going to reward yourself with some free time. 
And I believe in that. Uh, I think it's been very helpful. Uh, I, I hope it'll be helpful for you as well. And what I, what I ask that you do with your free time is that you reward yourself with something that you're going to enjoy. So often I'll enjoy walking around the block. So it's, I'm not going to be completely inactive. And I'm not, one of my rules for myself is I'm not going to start Netflix or go down the YouTube rabbit hole um, before dinner. So those aren't options for my free time. Uh, and you might have some things as well that you decide to say are off limits um, during your free time before dinner. Um, so it's not, it's not going to be pure relaxation unless I feel like I need that. Uh, then I can uh, spend a little bit more time reading a novel or um, spend a little bit more time creating music. Um, but it's going to be some activity like that that I feel like I'm going to enjoy. Um, today, I've, today I've actually done quite a bit of walking already, um, as there was time in my schedule for that today. So, that, so I'm not, and I will be doing some more walking later on this evening as part of a social activity. So I'm, so I'm going to choose not to do actually walking as my free time today. Um, but that's that's the kind of thought process that you're going to go through. Um, so you can decide whether it's healthy for you to schedule in that free time as part of your day and how much of it or how little of it and where it should occur in your day. And also, importantly, as I was mentioning earlier, what things should be off limits for your free time. Like if it's 2 in the afternoon, is it unhealthy for you to start um, into your... Uh, most favorite episode on Netflix of a show on Netflix or sh is it better that you steer clear of that right now <clears throat> so there is always going to be um, time during your day where there's certain tasks that aren't your favorite uh, for me it's uh, right toward the end of my day which is uh some chores that I'm going to do, some cleanup that I'm going to do, and some tasks um, that are more administrative in nature. So that's something that I um, occupy my time with from about 3.30 till about 4 p.m. Um, and then I have, so, so anything that I wanted to do that day, I try and get it all done within that half an hour window, if it's related to cleanup. Um, or dinner prep or that kind of thing. Um, <clears throat> the reason for that is then everybody comes home uh, and everybody has a nice tidy house to come home to and everybody's happy um, about that. So that's, so that's great. Um, the next thing I have is a family obligation that, I, that takes me until um, dinner time. And so that's spending time with family. Um, and Dinner time is always spent with family, uh, unless we're also inv inviting friends over, but it's, it's a social event and it entails very important social time, um, no matter what. So if you're a person that lives alone, for example, I would encourage you to find opportunities um, to eat socially as well for dinner. Um, because that's been a very healthy thing for, for me in my own experience. 
and that just brings us up to the evening. And finally, evenings. So evenings are uh, the time that you want to spend with your loved ones. I think that's really important. I think that it's, it's also time for relaxing. So if spending time with your loved ones isn't relaxing, then you should consider um, finding someone that it is relaxing to spend time with in the evenings and doing something that's social and also relaxing. So that's, the I think, the best recipe uh, in the evenings. Um, if, you think, if you think otherwise, please do let me know and let me know your reasoning for why you disagree. Um, I, my thinking on this is that you want your best moments of relaxation to be spent with your best friends. And you want the people who love you most to be... Um, you want the moments spent with the people who love you most to be the most relaxing. So this is a time where you may decide to watch Netflix with your family and loved ones. Um, this or doing other uh, social activities with those individuals. Uh, please also remember that you're on a schedule, so you have to um, get your rest. So, so sleep is so important, and I would encourage you to remember your schedule even into the evening when it's time for to decide when you're going to uh, go to bed and get your rest. This is, uh, this is the end for me and the end of my discussion about scheduling. If you've enjoyed listening to this uh, episode, I encourage you to subscribe so that you can listen to further episodes. Um, I'm also very happy to, I'm also always very happy to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions that you want to send in, please go ahead and do so by finding my email address in the comments section of this episode. Um, again, once again, that's it for today, and I hope that you're well, and I wish you all the best.